Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Thanks for joining me today on episode number 243 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Got an excellent topic on tap for you today. We're going to talk about how to hack the improvement process and have more breakthroughs. Have more eureka moments as they were where you just kind of get something and you make a big jump forward in your game. We're going to talk about that, but real quickly first, I want to thank three people that just recently left a review on the iTunes Music Store, which is still the top place in the world to download podcasts. You can subscribe to the Essential Tennis Podcast in a lot of different ways, but iTunes is still one of the most popular places. So I want to give a shout out to Crazy Quill, Aloha Alley, and Brielmore, I believe, especially. Really kind words. Uh, thank you, Brielmore. But thank you to all three of you. Really appreciate your, your support. All right, so let's get to today's question, which comes to us from Ian in Dublin, Ireland. He wrote and said, I have found that in tennis, as well as other sports like golf, I have sudden eureka moments when watching a match or playing a game when I suddenly grasp a certain technique or movement. I have watched different videos about the topspin forehand 50 times, but I'll watch another certain video or match and it instantly clicks and I gain a greater understanding of the technique. Another example of this was when I was struggling with some instruction by my coach on my serve throughout an hour-long lesson. Then during a match the next day, I hit a nice serve and the instruction instantly made perfect sense to me and my serve was great. These moments are very satisfying and make learning the game very enjoyable. It is as if you finally put all the pieces together in your head and your understanding increases exponentially. I do recognize that all the time expended previously watching videos and learning about technique is not wasted as you need to spend time grappling with a movement before you finally grasp it. I would love to hear if you and the players you've coached have similar experiences to these eureka moments. And I think it would be a fascinating podcast episode if you do. All right. Well, yes, this is, this is a universal experience that anybody who takes the improvement process seriously will experience. Now, if you're just a casual player, you're playing for fun, for recreation, for enjoyment purely, and you don't take your improvement seriously, you're not working hard, you're not trying to seek out advice and instruction, and you're not spending focused time on the court practicing, then you probably don't know what Ian's talking about. (laughs) But as I often say, as I'm recording these episodes, I know that's not the case for you if you're hearing my voice right now. The only chance you're listening to my voice is if you really have a passion for improvement. And so I'm 100% certain that you can relate to what Ian is talking about. And as a teacher, these moments of breakthrough and clarity, they, they happened all the time when I was teaching full time. And they were definitely some of the most exciting and fulfilling experiences in teaching. It was a big thing that drew me to the profession of teaching tennis full-time was was being able to experience seeing my student have that breakthrough moment and and just seeing the the look of satisfaction and and um excitement on their face was was really really cool so 
So yes, Ian, I'm very familiar with it. So is everybody else listening. What I thought I could add to this is some thoughts on how to shortcut that process. How do we have more of those breakthrough moments? And I've got three different things that I feel are the top most important concepts that you need to understand in order to have more of those breakthroughs. So number one, understand and accept that this isn't a simple information in execution out process. Just think about that for a second. Tennis is not a matter of information in, meaning you gain some knowledge, you gain some wisdom, you gain some information that goes in one year and then all of a sudden you can execute. Information in, execution out. It's not that simple. If you were to take 100 students, just as, a, as an example, take 100 tennis students all around the same playing level and give them all the same series of instructions, you're going to get 100 different results as far as overall execution. Now, they're not going to be wildly different. You're, you know, you're not going to see one person hitting with one hand and somebody else with two hands. I'm talking about just some, a very simple instruction. Ask 100 players to execute it to try to make their game better. You're going to get 100 different flavors of whatever that instruction was. It's, it's kind of like that game, this is not in my notes, it's kind of like, kind of like that game where you sit in a circle and you say, you know, you whisper a message to the person next to you and then everybody whispers around in the circle and by the time it gets back to you, it's totally different. Um, there's a lot of different ways to interpret the same instruction, the same series of um, input from a teacher. And you're going to get different results based on a lot of different variables, such as how deep-rooted pre-existing habits are. If one student has been playing using the same strokes for 40 years and the student next to them is about the same level, but they've only been playing a couple months, well, more than likely, the player who hasn't been playing as long is going to be able to pick things up a little bit more quickly. But not always, because there's other variables as well, like the level of athleticism, relative athletic skill and talents, the level of experience in other sports and other disciplines, learning how to improve and become competent in other disciplines, the level of focus and dedication that the player has just in just as so far as listening carefully and being aware of what they're doing and having a high level of focus, the quality of practice time spent after the instruction has been given. And also, was the instruction presented in each student's primary mode of learning? We're going to talk more about that in a minute. These are all variables. And this is just a very you know, short list, just a couple examples off the top of my head that change how quickly or how slowly different players catch on. And so my bottom, the bottom line here is tennis is hard. And this isn't a popular, this isn't something I say to try to gain, you know, popularity. <laughs> it's not something that most tennis players want to hear. Most tennis players don't want to hear that it's hard, that it's complicated. But fact of the matter is that it is difficult to gain a high level of competency in tennis because there's so many different variables at play. Quite frankly, in my opinion, anybody who tells you that it's easy and that they've discovered some magical solution that 
you know, they, they, they have some magical phrase and all of a sudden you've transformed your game. They're probably just trying to sell you something. In my experience, that's almost always true. It's not easy. So this is point number one, understand and accept, because if you don't accept this, then you'll end up kind of driving yourself crazy. And we're going to talk more about that in a minute. Understand and accept that this isn't a simple information in execution out process. I, I, you know, it'd be nice if it was that simple, but it's just not. So it's under, important to understand that when it comes to having these breakthroughs and being kind of having patience and waiting for them. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Number two, learn how you learn best. A minute ago, I talked about primary mode of learning. Different students react more favorably to different styles of teaching. And I, I did a little bit of research on this before, as I was doing my notes. It's interesting. There's a lot of different opinions on whether or not it's even valid that there are different learning styles. We all have different mixes, but most of us have a primary way in which it's easiest for us to learn. And probably the most popular way that this is described is there are visual learners, primarily primary uh, visual learners. We all learn in all different ways, but some people learn visually best, meaning they need to see something demonstrated in front of them before they can really do it themselves very well. It's like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now that you've shown me, now, now I get it. Other, other people are kinesthetic learners, meaning they need to be physically guided so that they feel what the new technique is or what the technical change is. They need to feel it before they can execute it and before they really get it, before they have that aha moment. And there's also auditory learners. Somebody needs to hear it explained in a certain way. And these learners a lot of times love analogies. They want to hear it explained that this feels like that, something else that's very familiar to them that they can relate to. So visual, kinesthetic, auditory, different coaches have different strengths and are better at presenting information in different ways. The best coaches are able to kind of jump back and forth from style to style to style, depending on who they're teaching. Uh, coaches that are not so good just have their one way of explaining things. They're not very flexible, and so they aren't very good at teaching a wide range of different types of students. Your job as the responsible, uh, passionate student of the game is you need to find a coach that syncs up really well with how you think and how you learn. And a lot of times we need to hear the same thing, the same concept explained in four different ways before we actually get it and it clicks. And so you need to find a coach that is able to explain the same thing in four different ways. Not every coach is capable of doing that because not every coach has the same level of dedication and passion for their craft as, as others. So you need to pay close attention to that and pick your instruction wisely, whether that be in person coaching or going to camps or online instruction or whatever it is, you need to try to pair your learning style with the teaching style of the teacher. And in doing that, you can really shortcut your improvement process very quickly and have many more of those breakthrough moments. 
So pay attention, last thing I'll say here, pay attention to how it is that you have those eureka moments. So yeah, be excited, be, be happy, be thankful about it, but then kind of re- reflect on it a little bit and say, huh, so I just, all of a sudden that clicked for me. I've been trying to, I've been trying to get this swing technique for months and months and months, and now finally, all of a sudden, I just get it. Even though I had the information in there all this time, I finally just got it. What was it exactly? What was the trigger? If you can start to pay close attention to that and reflect on it and see a pattern of how those triggers occur, then you can start to seek them out and actually kind of shortcut the process and have more of those breakthroughs. Hopefully that makes sense. So that was number two, learn how you learn best. And now finally, number three, number three way to shortcuts, or uh, I should probably use the title, number three way to hack the improvement process. I like shortcut. Um, yeah, I'm going to change it to shortcut, actually. <laughs> Originally, it was hacking. I think I like short, shortcut the improvement process. Number three way is learn to love the journey. And this goes back a little bit to that first one. Understand and accept that this isn't a simple game. It's not information in, execution out. We're not learning in a vacuum where you just get the instruction and you're magically able to do it correctly. And so for that reason, you need to learn to love the journey of improvement. And Ian described it really, really well. He worked at this technique. I believe it was his serve, right? Let's see. Um, And then all of a sudden, he just got it one day. And it just made sense while he was playing a match. All of a sudden, it just clicked. And he said from there on, his serve was great. It was kind of an all of a sudden kind kind of thing. You never know when that will come. And you may think that working harder will make it come more frequently, but sometimes the opposite is true. And I'll kind of touch on that more in a second. Understanding, having the information in your head and understanding it does not equal proficiency because there are so many different variables involved, many of which we've touched on over the last couple minutes. So you may as well learn to love and appreciate the process of improvement, learning the new information, understanding it in several different ways, being able to explain it several different ways, going through the different styles of learning, kinesthetic, auditory, or uh, visual. Go through and and learn. Just be a student of the game and learn to love the process of building up that understanding. And understand that it doesn't always immediately translate into execution. And I strongly encourage you to stop being obsessed with the destination. Stop being obsessed with needing to execute that perfect swing right away. As soon as you learn whatever it is that you're trying to learn and go out to the court, you're like, oh, okay, I totally get that. I'm going to go do it. And then you go try to do it and it doesn't happen right away. If you operating under the assumption that if you get it, then you can do it, then there can be a lot of frustration when it doesn't immediately happen. And you you start to wonder, what's wrong with me? I I get this. It's not that difficult. I see it in the video. I, I, I understand. Why can't I do it? And so you can start to add immense pressure to yourself. And this adds a lot of frustration into the process when you have those kinds of assumptions 
and you think that you should be able to just do it just because you understand it. But unfortunately, it does not work that way. And it will slow down your improvement by a lot. I promise you that you'll have more breakthroughs when you stop needing to have the breakthroughs. When you're obsessed with needing to have that new level of execution right away, just because you get it, then it can really hamper your improvement. And you, you actually, it's kind of a paradox. You stop having the breakthroughs because you're so focused on needing to have them. So if you can have a little bit of patience and learn to love the process of practicing, gathering knowledge, gathering information, seeking out the best instruction, learn to love that part of it. The practice repetitions, seeing that little bit of improvements, being excited for that, not necessarily needing that huge breakthrough or eureka moment. If, if that's what you're expecting over and over and over again, you will be disappointed because it, we're not robots. It's not, we're not computers. This isn't a matter of plugging in the right program and then just running the program. It would be nice if it worked that way, but it just doesn't. So be patient. Put some of these things in the practice that I suggested, and hopefully you'll start shortcutting those improvements uh, breakthroughs, and you'll start enjoying the process much, much more. That's what I want for you. Yes, I want you to have breakthroughs, but if you can enjoy yourself along the way during those periods in between the breakthroughs, then tennis will be that much more enjoyable and you'll love it that much more. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care, and good luck with your tennis.